everybody. This is the Hallmarkies podcast, and I'm so excited today to bring you another one of our interviews where we're talking to a uh, Hallmark actress. We're talking to Pauline Egan. This is so much fun. She's going to be a part of the upcoming All My Heart, uh, The Wedding. And Pauline, thanks so much for, uh, for coming on and talking with us at uh, Hallmarkies podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, this is so neat. So uh, what we'd like to do is we just like to ask our interviewers to introduce yourself and let us know what inspired mm -hmm. you to become an actor. Yeah, um, so I'm from Australia and um, I grew up on a farm, a dairy farm actually. And um, while growing up on the farm, my mom uh, always had a passion for musicals and plays. And so she would direct plays and musicals in my small town of Rathdowney um, in Queensland, Australia. And usually she would direct them. And then from a very, very young age, um, myself and my siblings would uh, participate somehow. Um, when I was really young, I was too shy to um, play a, an evil character. I um, <laughs> The first character that I ever played was um, the witch's cat and Snow White. I don't even know if she actually has a cat, but my think, I think my mom made a role for me because I was like four years old. <laughs> and then when I, when, I, <laughs> when I found out that the cat was like the, the sort of evil queen's cat, I didn't want to be the cat anymore. You know, so I cried and picked up a stink and then uh, I ended up being a bee in the forest. <laughs> so, so that was my that was my introduction to um, acting, if you can call it that at that age. Um, and so then I went on to do plays, um, musicals, and then when I was nineteen, I sort of transitioned into film. Um, I was in a dance company, so we did music videos, um, and then we moved into commercial, and then I started to explore the film realm, which was so fascinating to me because I grew up on a farm. Uh, we had maybe four or five videos in our house that we watched over and over and over again. <laughs> so to be exposed to um, filmmaking and the whole world of that was just like magic to me. For those you watched over and over? Over and over, um, The Little Mermaid. Ah, uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, the Little Mermaid, Rapunzel, um, Lady and the Tramp, and then um, a little later on, Home Alone. Ah. one of my absolute favorite Christmas movies. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, uh, Home Alone. I saw when I was I was nine when I saw it, in the, mm -hmm. and I went with my grandparents to the theater and. It's the first yeah. movie that truly made me laugh. That about, like I have like a, a real memory of just cracking up in the theater. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> yeah, it's so funny, especially for kids. Because when you're a kid, yeah. the, the whole idea of like, I don't know, it's very empowering, I think, for kids. The idea it is. you can like defend your and house. And it's timeless. Yeah, it the really The movie I can watch now and laugh as much as yeah. I did back then. It never gets old. And it has like such heart too. Like with, he's just such a sweet kid and his, his, uh, like his relationship with his mom and his relationship mm -hmm. with the old man are so sweet. 
Uh, yeah. So I, that, those are good ones. Good ones to watch over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's neat. And so, so yeah, so you started out in a dance company, you said? Yeah, I, oh. yeah, um, it was me and three women and we used to perform at big events, all different kinds of themes, um, themed events. And then we moved into like dancing and music video clips. So that was, yeah, that was when I was 19 and I had grown, I, I grew up doing ballroom dancing and okay. um, a bit of ballet and jazz and everything. So um, dance and, and music actually were my sort of foundation. And then, um, and then I transitioned into exploring the world of, of acting in film and TV. That's amazing. And so you started out in Australia and how the heck did you end up in Vancouver, of all places? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, yeah, so like I said, I was, I was 18 or 19 when I uh, started doing sort of uh, short films and indie films in Australia. And then um, I did that for a few years. And then I started to investigate other places that had more going on. And I actually always, I always loved, um, I mean, in Australia, we're very exposed to American influence, like in the entertainment and uh -huh. film and TV. So I grew up watching pretty well, mostly American or Canadian made things. Um, uh -huh. I decided to move over to Canada um, because I'd done a lot of research and I realized how much was filming over here and that a lot of the, the shows that I all throughout my teens and early 20s they, they were all filming here in Vancouver um, so yeah I decided to come over here and explore and then I the plan was for a year or two and I ended up here well it's now been <laughs> 10 years in North America yeah. So, wow yeah what was that like at first to to be in in Vancouver, was that was that a a little bit of culture shock coming from? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That was a transition. Um, yeah, you think that because it's kind of another Western developed country that it's not going to be that different, but it it is quite different yeah. in ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even down to how to open a bank account or get a uh -huh. SIM card for your phone, like. <laughs> It's all kind of a new um, process that you have to go through to uh, adapt to a new city. And the other thing is uh, starting from scratch, building a foundation of people around you, a community, mm -hmm. when you don't have your family um, is also yeah. it's really, it's, it's kind of a really big personal challenge. It makes you learn a lot about yourself. And because nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows your history. You know, it's the opposite of coming from a small town where everybody knows your family, your siblings, what your backstory. So when you meet someone on the street, they know you. Whereas here, it's, it's right. different, uh -huh. but also wonderful. I love your accent. It's so great. Uh, oh, <laughs> thank you. How were you able to like learn an American accent? Like that must've been hard. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think that I've always had a love for accent. And I also, 
play classical piano, so I have an ear for music. Uh-huh. And I think that and having an ear for music helps you with accents. I see a, I see a, a sort of link there. Uh, so I think that that definitely helps me because I can see the rhythm and the, the pitch in different accents. Another thing is growing up watching American TV and movies, you kind of associate uh, characters with that accent. I've been doing lessons in Australia before I moved overseas. I, I did some um, vo- uh, dialect coaching with the American accent uh-huh. uh, so before I came so that I would have that tool because I knew that there weren't going to be that many roles for an Australian in yeah. <laughs> playing an Australian character in American or Canadian TV. So I knew that number one preparation had to be getting that accent down pat. So yeah, it's been fun. Not the same for everybody. Some people need to always talk in their American accent to to not get confused. Uh, so yeah. I think it's different for everybody. Well, you always have those method people who have to <laughs> be in character all the time. <laughs> So that's really cool. Whatever works. Yeah, <laughs> whatever works. I, that's really impressive. I, you did some a bunch of sci-fi work. Uh, it seemed like mm-hmm. in the beginning. Uh, is that fun for you? Do you like doing those sci-fi roles? I fell in love with sci-fi from actually being a part of it. So the first show that I ever did was Sanctuary, where I got to play a British character. She was a doctor and a werewolf. And she... Yeah, she was she was a really fun character to play, and the fans that that came out different events or through social media or through fan mail, I was just blown away by the incredible human beings that are the followers of sci-fi uh-huh. that make that actually make it. Yeah, because without them, there'd be no one to share that world with so I was really um I was really blown away by by the fan following a sci-fi and also I was impressed by the impact that you can have on a person by playing a character like that it really actually means something to their personal story and I find that sci-fi fans often they may have um certain social dynamics that are challenging for them. And so they seek these um, worlds to escape to, these sort of surreal, fantastical worlds to escape to because the real world can be scary. And so I think that I really love the way that those personalities of those people can really feel safe to shine at these sci-fi, you know, Comic-Con and um, Stargate conventions and everything. I I just think it's amazing. I got to do a convention in France where I got to see firsthand the people that are that are behind these sort of fan movements. And I was just really, really touched. Yeah, that's so cool. I just barely finished up um, our local Comic-Con here in... Um, uh, it's called Fan X here in Utah. I just finished attending it last week. That's why I'm sick. Post Comic Con, sick. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, it's really neat because I think those kind of shows, when they're done well, they kind of I think a lot of times it's the smartest people who are the heroes of those shows. It's yes. the people that are maybe a little socially awkward that are sort of the heroes mm-hmm. of those shows. And uh, so I yeah. think that's why they connect with them so much is because they feel, you know, they feel like someone's telling their story, like you said. Did you, I, I guess you only had the, you, you didn't have that much selection, but did you watch Christmas movies uh, or as a kid growing up or were that part of your um, holidays? A little bit. Um, uh-huh. Aside from Home Alone, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone was the Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the Griswold. Oh, yeah, Christmas um, Vacation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's an funny. awesome movie. Say, like, there's a movie called The Holiday. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with that one? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Winslet. I... Yeah, Kate Winslet, Jack Black. Um, there's something really special about that movie. Uh-huh. Um, that for some reason resonated with me. I don't know if it's because the the two worlds are completely different. The woman yeah. that lives sort of in remote countryside England and then the city girl from LA and yeah, the the crossing of their paths and finding love and uh finding love for those opposite places. Yeah. I guess there's kind of certain things that I can relate to yeah. being from a small town and now living between LA and Vancouver. So yeah, yeah, I, I found that movie really sweet. And also because Jack Black composes piano music and I can relate to that mm. and I love that. So yeah, um, yeah it's a really yeah. cute movie. I, I, I mean, Jude Law is so handsome. Oh in yeah. that movie and, <laughs> it's so sweet in that movie and Kate Winslet yeah. really does elevate it too I mean it's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting choice for an actress of her caliber to, to be in a movie mm-hmm. like that but she elevates it I think her relationship more even than the Jack Black one which is cute but I really like her friendship with the with the, the, um, the old director the, guy. yes and that was really cute Oh, that was, I think that was the best part of the whole movie. Now that I have been exposed to the Hallmark world, there is this this sea of beautiful Christmas movies that I'm exposed to that I'm just so thrilled to get to be part of now. It's really fun. Like we're sort of, it's a little overwhelming as podcasters. We're getting ready for Countdown Mm -hmm. to Christmas. It's going to be super fun but uh but they yeah they just there's something about that time of year especially that you want just something mm-hmm. escapist and romantic mm-hmm. and fun novelty of watching north american christmas movies uh-huh is that it's it's christmas there's snow it's cold um in australia christmas is 40 right. degrees celsius and welteringly hot and you have barbecues right (laughs) so that part of um embracing like the north american christmas right has been like really magical too i think that's a big part of why i love being involved and love watching them is Mm -hmm. that it does create this beautiful magic um Mm -hmm. like that kind of like how christmas is supposed to feel (laughs) 
right yeah no it's very picturesque and escapist and fun mm-hmm. and and uh, so that's why they never almost never have one in like florida or something like that All right <laughs> <laughs> her first movie for hallmark was a murder she baked the first murder she baked correct uh-huh yeah uh was that fun to be involved in it was fun yeah yes i was playing the 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 shopkeeper that uh had to convince ali sweeney to buy a sexy black dress to win over oh. her man on her date uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was really fun it was cool to be um on set with that group of people and uh-huh. yeah it was just nice introduction to yeah. that family is Alison Sweeney she's fun to work with yes yeah she was really really lovely very down to earth yeah just lovely to be around cool she seems like a really she seems like a really fun fun lady I like how she brings in some comedy just a little bit yeah into her roles which is fun you were in a movie uh that looked interesting to me I have not watched but I, as I was just doing research, uh, you were mm-hmm. in a movie called the, A Christmas Truce. And this looked really interesting. Yes. And it, it has Ali Liebert in it, who we love. Uh, why don't you tell mm-hmm. us, this was on the ION network, I believe. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? I- the film is it's during the Battle of the Bulge and uh, an American soldier ends up in this small village meeting this Belgian woman. Um, and for one day during the war, they agree, the Germans agree to have a Christmas truce. So that where there'll be no fighting and no battle for one day. Uh-huh. So and this is, this is true. This, this happened. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the American soldier and this um, Belgian woman fall in love um, and then they lose each other. And she thinks he's, and then they eventually find each other again. I got to play Pauline, which was fun. I got to have yeah. my own name. A bit of a prude and a bit of a gossip. And she doesn't like to she doesn't like to rock the boat. So when they decide to have this Christmas truce and put on a party, she she's very afraid because the war's only like a kilometer from where they're going to have this party and yeah so Pauline is very afraid that the, that the soldiers are going to come and essentially catch them partying during this uh this war go up to say what's going on she's like oh I'm not a part of this it was their idea so she she doesn't mind throwing people under the bus either um to save her own face so uh-huh. that's not the most endearing quality in her character. But anyway, she ends up finding love um, with, um, with a character who's played by Mackenzie Gray, Peter. So they end up finding love um, during the war as well. So it's kind of a sweet story where a whole bunch of different people that are all affected by the war in different ways find love and community and family your character was german or did mm-hmm. i hear that right so did you did you do a german accent for that i did uh-huh oh that must have been interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it yeah. was definitely interesting um yeah german accent's hard uh-huh 
Yeah. It's okay. really hard. So I had, uh, Mackenzie had a friend who recorded my lines, and she's German. Uh, she recorded my lines and then uh, she sent them to me and then I just listened to them over and over and over and over again and did a bunch of research on YouTube and watched other videos. You were in A December Bride, which is definitely a fan mm-hmm. favorite. Who loved that? Yes. But you had the unenviable task of playing the cousin who steals Jessica Laundis's fiance. Yeah. So what was yeah. that like? So, sorry about that. Sorry about that, fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, she ended up getting Daniel Lissing, so it's all good. Right. I mean, I did it. See, I took one for the team. I, I, I had that all in, in my plan. It was fun to play her. Think of the family uh, and then finding finding love in a in a less than ideal situation right. and feeling the guilt of that of feeling the guilt of being happy when at the cost of my cousin's dismay was yeah that was that was hard that was hard to play and it was hard for the character for every story to have that antagonist because that drives the journey of the main character and it's by me coming in and kind of up, upheaving her whole world, it actually put a magnifying glass on her relationship with her then fiance. Yeah. And I think that it was realized that she wasn't going to be happy with him. He wasn't actually the right man for her. Right. But she would have married him. So it was an unfortunate thing that was kind of necessary. I think your character kind of thought that she was sort of over it by sort of at the beginning uh-huh. of the movie. You're just like, oh my gosh, you're engaged. This is so exciting. And was yeah. it kind of thought that she was yeah. yeah you got to do a wedding which is unusual for like a side character uh you got to yes. it must have been kind of fun to have a wedding dress that was so fun all that that was so fun the dress was so beautiful and they only had they had one dress for me to try on at the wardrobe fitting uh-huh they loved it and they were just crossing everything that it would fit <laughs> because they were like this dress is this just this dress is perfect and then I put it on and it fit so we were all just oh, good. so happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was really fun it was fun doing the little wedding dance and uh-huh. yeah getting dressed up on the wedding day it was really fun yeah we and in to- true Australian nature I did have flip-flops gonna say thongs because that's what we call them in Australia uh-huh. I did have flip-flops under the dress for a lot oh, of that that funny. you did not see <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we talked to Andrea Brooks a while back, and she said that mm-hmm. she just loves filming fake weddings. That it's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of weddings, we have the All of My Heart, uh, the third movie in the series, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, so this your first. Uh, um, time in the series and can you tell us a little bit about your role without giving anything away spoiler wise yes I play um the third lead and 
once again, you could call me the antagonist, <laughs> uh, the villain in the story. So um, obviously this one is called All of My Heart, The Wedding. So uh-huh. you can probably imagine that there is a wedding happening. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Lacey and Brennan are happy. They have their inn, Emily's Country Inn, everything's wonderful. Their whole magical world is coming together and they're going to get married. Uh, and then I show up, <laughs> Meg Riley. <laughs> so Meg is a distant relative. She was unaware that she had a cousin, and all, and that was Jenny. And Jenny, played by Lacey, is also unaware that she has a cousin in Meg. So I have been left a portion. Yes. You're just so, not a very nice cousin. This is what we're um, learning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, wow, I'm playing the mean cousin again. <laughs> um, this is becoming a thing. Sweetness <laughs> to our story. I show up on her doorstep um, unannounced and not uh, giving the information of who I am. And so I, I come to have a look at the property and I'm essentially let them know that I am entitled to a share of the estate. And then Jenny and Brian, <clears throat> their whole world is turned upside down from this outsider coming in. Uh-huh. And so the movie is about family, uh, family you choose and don't choose. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's about finding some similarities with people that you think are your polar opposite. It's Uh about compromise. It's about change of all. It's about love. It's about family love. It's about the friends that make your family, your community. And it's about that if you have a love and if you're meant to be, it will all work out. Yeah. And hopefully better than it may have before. I'm working with Brennan and Ellie, uh, Brennan and Lacey. They're like Hallmark yes. royalty. <laughs> yes. It was such a joy. They're both such beautiful people. We had a lot of appreciation for the fact that they're just, yeah, they're just there to give it their all and they believe in what they're what they're creating they believe in the story uh-huh. and they really connect with their characters and so it was just a really beautiful experience with them look forward to to seeing what what happens with with uh, uh <laughs> with brian and jenny and uh get to see you in that role and so we like to end our interviews, what we call the team uh-huh. questions, and these are kind of silly, fun questions. So okay. if you'll indulge us a little bit. So here we go. So the first question is, what is the best ice cream flavor? Uh, I'm going to say mint, choc chip. If you can also have choc chip cookie dough mint, that would be my Ooh. absolute favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite color? Favorite color? Well, I would normally say red. However, recently it's changed, and I'm going for more peach. 
Oh, nice. A peach color, that lovely kind of mix between orange and pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> okay, so what music are you into right now? I love Latin music. Oh. I, yeah, uh, so pretty well any, any Latin music favorite music is uh, the piano music by um, Ludovic. Inudi. I don't think I pronounced his name right, but he is a world-renowned, beautiful pianist, and he inspires a lot of the music that I write myself. So he is the other music that I love to listen to. Wow! So you—I didn't know you were a songwriter. Yes, that's that's a hobby. Uh huh. Wow! So you—you're—you're a. your songwriter, a dancer, actor. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> I, I wish I had to do one of those things. Well, that's really cool. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying I do them all well. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> but still, that's impressive. Uh, so especially dancing, I am the worst dancer in the world. I have no rhythm at all. <laughs> It's all about how you feel. It doesn't matter how it looks. <laughs> it's easy to say <laughs> when you're a good dancer. <laughs> um, okay. So what is your favorite go-to date night food? Or you just your favorite food, basically? Ooh. Yeah. Thai. Thai. Mm. Penang curry chicken. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a winner for me. That's delicious. Uh, all right. And so- it's second, second would be Mexican, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what is your go-to date night activity? Say, I love a good salsa class. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Love a good dance or or salsa class. I don't mind dancing if if the people I'm with are just like chill. But like here in Utah, like dancing is like a big deal and people take it pretty seriously. And I'm like, I, and they try to like teach me steps and stuff. And I'm like, I, no, you've lost me. And you're like, I did not sign up for this. I just wanted to move, move my hips a little bit. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The other one would be like cooking together. I love cooking with someone and just making a feast and sharing it together and watching that good watching a good Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always thought it would be fun. There's a little place uh, by me that does like cooking lessons. I always thought that would be such yes. a fun date. That would be really fun. I think that's a very romantic thing to do. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so, okay. So dogs or cats? Dogs. Okay. Beaches or mountains? Beaches. Uh, that's same with me. I love the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I mean, in Vancouver, you have both. I know. Are we so that's so also jealous? nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, fancy dress or sweats? Oh, fancy dress. Oh, not that many Darling. people pick fancy dress. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fancy dress. <laughs> uh, okay, so favorite holiday meeting to celebrate? say thanksgiving it's not a thing Uh it's not a thing in australia um so i've only been exposed to this beautiful day um since i've lived in north america and it i feel like it's 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 a really beautiful day that brings people together like christmas does but without the 
added pressure of the gift giving. Yeah. yeah. That that often kind of takes away, in my opinion, from the, you know, it adds stress. Yeah. Whereas Thanksgiving is honestly just a day to be together, give thanks, and yeah. make some delicious food and be grateful. It's a and great I think pick. It's a lovely day. And I think that like I think that Christmas is really great with kids. I think you can't yes. hardly beat it. Maybe Halloween comes close because it's such fun for kids. Sure. But mm-hmm. but Christmas is just such a magical season for children. But I do uh, yeah. kind of think that like for adults, there's really something to what you're saying about Thanksgiving because it's just it is stressful for the moms to cook all that food. Of course. But uh but it's just kind of a, a little bit more of like a relaxing day. A lot of times my family there the um uh, the food bank here has a um, turkey run in the morning. Yeah. You can go do that. Get some energy Wonderful. out. <laughs> it's a, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it is a really fun, uh, if you can say a holiday is underrated, I think uh, it's probably Thanksgiving. <laughs> it gets kind of lost in the, the uh, chaos of uh, Christmas sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. So I know you don't have the Hallmark channel, up in Canada, but our last question, you can pick one of your own mm-hmm. if you want, but our last question is, what's your favorite Hallmark movie? Actually, the, the first All of My Heart yeah. is a really sweet movie. Yeah. So I, I could say that that's up there, actually. That's like really um, Yeah. And I mean, hopefully this, this third one becomes my new favorite. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, you know, I actually really love the girl, the country yeah. girl meets the prince, you know, that kind of fairy tale stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's royal, royal yeah. and there was, there's a yeah. bunch of those, um, yeah, that I, that I kind of like too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This year there's been, there were, I think like six <laughs> because of the royal yep. wedding. There were so many. Exactly. Uh, but they were <laughs> That's really why fun. I'm like, I can't think of which one was my, <laughs> yeah. which one was my favorite. Cause... I love a good Cinderella story. Uh, you know, yeah. Kind of, you know, hopeful and fun about it. So good yeah. choices. Well, you passed the test of, of the questions. And thank you so much. It was so much fun getting to talk with you and getting to hear more about your really amazing life. Like, so interesting to come from Australia be in Canada to do these projects and so we're definitely looking forward to uh seeing uh what you do in the future in this upcoming movie and uh do you have social media that you want to plug at all or anything like that yes I would love to yeah um I'm on Twitter just at Pauline Egan I'm on Instagram at Miss Pauline Egan and yeah Facebook just Pauline Egan. Great. Um, you know, I would love, I don't know, I, I mean, I, I feel like Hallmark viewers and fans are generally really good people. Um, yeah. And so I would like to share in case they would like to um, follow the other love of mine, which is um, I run an organization, we do clean water projects in Africa. So. Oh. If, um, if, if anyone cares to watch some of our videos um, on the work that we're doing down there, 
please do. Um, our organization is called Water Underground. And yeah, we do clean water project in Mozambique. Uh -huh. All about empowering women and helping school children get access to sanitation and uh -huh. all of that good stuff. So That's great. Yeah. We'll, we'll have everything for that in the description section. Definitely check that out for sure. And uh, make sure you guys are following the podcast, Hallmarkies Pod, on Instagram and Twitter and all of our social media. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. So I really appreciate you check that out. And uh, if you can leave your reviews of the podcast on iTunes, that's very helpful to us. So please put, the, put those in. We really appreciate it. And if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate that as well. So thanks so much, Pauline. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for listening. And I, I hope I've kept you entertained and you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I, I think you have. I think it's been good. So thanks again. And uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again, uh, again soon. I would love that. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye.